0: Hey, oh. oh, this is the way we bow. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Houston, Texas, this is the way we bow. Uh-huh. This is the way we bow. <laughs> this is the way we bow. And we like the floss. All my diamonds, blouse. This
2: Here we ride in place. We You're listening to the PCAST presented by CDE Lightband. Each week we take you around Austin Peay, the athletics department, and occasionally the OVC. Thanks to our good friends at CDE. Thank you to our friends at CDE, and thanks to you listeners who make us worth sponsoring. I am Colby Wilson. He is Casey Krigger. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin P. podcast, according to the Helsinki Times. Casey, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so
1: bad. Casey, it's homecoming week. It is homecoming week. It's just a great week for all of the Austin P. alumni that watched Sean Winnico play football in the 90s. They can come back to Clarksville and watch him play football again because, you know, he's still kicking it out there.
2: Wasn't there an advertisement for something once upon a time that was the the tagline was never graduate?
1: Never graduate. ESPNU, that was their caption. That was it, they yeah. Could, all right, ESPNU, we have we, a marketing idea for you. Sean Whittinghill, you can put his face on literally everything because he will never graduate.
2: Uh, a brief rundown of the remaining events for this homecoming week, 7 p.m. Thursday night, 15th fifteenth annual Gov's Got Talent show
1: in the FOI. Uh, Were you ever in that? Hmm? Were you ever in the Gov's Got Talent show? You'd have to have talent, wouldn't you? Oh, that's fair enough. All right. Yeah. Um,
2: Friday, noon, musical chairs, 7 p.m., lip sync. Uh,
1: Isn't basketball game for you in there There is a basketball game. Friday night, women's basketball. Plays Christian Brothers in the Dunn. 7 o'clock. You should be there. You should be there. They're fun to
2: watch. And then Saturday, you've got the 10 a.m., 74th Annual Homecoming Parade, the 3 o'clock football game, and the 8 p.m. Homecoming step show. Uh, we'll get more into that football game, which is really our milieu, later on. And we're going to reverse the... Uh, hey, I hear the Homecoming
1: Parade's supposed to rival the Macy's Parade this year, though.
2: In length or in... Grandeur. I think you wanted to say grandeur, and it just kind of got lost in East Tennessee hillbilly dialect. <laughs> That's exactly what <laughs> We got the grandeur. I, mean, I hear it's a special magnificence.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, that was good. All right, um, we're gonna we're gonna reverse course this week. Usually, I talk about football, but with Vince basketball and volleyball being here last Saturday,
1: we sent our little baby boy intern out on the road. Uh, yep. Gov's football went on the road. I went with them. They got a big overtime win against Eastern Kentucky. EKU jumped out to a quick 7-0 lead, but on the very next drive, D'Angelo Wilson took a screen pass from Javon Craig, 49 yards, to the house to tie the game. EKU would hit a field goal to retake the lead on the next drive, and the governor's offense began to slow down a little bit, but the defense kept a minute In the second quarter, an interception from—you want to guess who the interception was by? Uh, who is Cordell Jackson? Correct. Cordell Jackson's sixth interception of the season. Uh, This is just a request to everybody we play the rest of the year. Keep throwing it, Cordell, please and thank you. Then Trent Taylor made a second interception and kept the Colonels off the board. The game was 10-7 at the break, thanks to the governor defense, because they were driving on both drives where we had the interceptions, and it could have been a whole lot worse. In the third quarter, the Colonels were driving again until Sean Whittinghill and John Wesley Whiteside got pressure on the quarterback. He made a bad throw. Pat Walker intercepted it. Walker returned the ball all the way to the EKU 34 to set up in a Mod Tanner touchdown run at the end of the drive. The Govs led for the first time of the day and then came back out on defense and forced a punt. The next drive got started with passes to D'Angelo Wilson and Benico Harley before six straight runs put the ball in the EKU 1. They put in the big boy package. Josephus Smith came in to play a little fullback and uh, play action for the first time out of that package. Javon Craig had Prince Mamadou Wide open because everybody thought the ball was going to go right behind Josephus. Uh, EKU would tie it, though, when we go to overtime. Guz would lose the coin toss, too, so that wasn't great. But Kintel Williams said, doesn't matter. Took a swing pass from Javon Craig, 25 yards to score on the first play of overtime. The Guz stopped the Colonels on the next drive thanks to a combined sack from Whitting Hill and Josephus Smith and picked up their first overtime win since 2007.
2: A huge win with big implications across the Ohio Valley Conference, which we'll get more in-depth on later on. Men's basketball, as mentioned, was here last Saturday, ending their exhibition season by destroying Lees-McCrae, which wasn't really indicative of anything. Tuesday night, the governors started regular season play with a similar demolition of Oakland City, which wasn't indicative of a whole lot more, but at least the points count now. Six governors scored in double figures against the Mighty Oaks with the preseason OVC Player of the Year. Terry Taylor pouring in a game-high 21, and freshman Jordan Adams becoming the first Gov since at least the turn of the century to score 20 in his regular season collegiate debut. Also scoring in double figures in their OSTP debuts were Sam DeVault, Reginald G., C. DeConte, who had 17-9 and 9 in the second half. Uh, so these names that people didn't really know coming into this season because there just wasn't a whole lot to attach to them, He showed up pretty good in that first game. Thirteen turnovers and five three-pointers,
1: well off the pace from a year ago, but uh, still 43-point wins or 43-point wins. Uh, Soccer, the Governor's soccer season came to an end Friday in the OVC tournament, falling one to nothing to Belmont in overtime. Mary Parker Powell kept the Govs in the match during regulation with ten saves to keep Belmont off the board. Uh, A solid performance from her to cap off a pretty good career. And a shout out to MP, Renee, Megan D's, and Mel, all the seniors on outstanding careers at Austin P. Yeah, miss those guys next year for
2: sure. Volleyball the Govs swept a home weekend against EIU and SIU either final multi match home weekend of twenty nineteen, as well as senior weekend for Mimi Arrington, Jenny Garrick Bussey, Jenna Panning and Haley Turner. Big weekend for Chloe Stitch. She led the Govs with 14 kills in the 3-1 win against the Panthers on Friday, then followed that up with 18 against the Cougars on Saturday. On her senior day, Jenna Panning netted 21 kills to pace the Govs and a comeback win against SIUE. And the next era was on display as well with
1: freshman Tegan Searing
2: recording nine of her 10 kills during the final two sets.
1: It was quite an opening night for the Governor's women's basketball team who broke the single-game three-point record pretty handily in the season opener. Uh, the Govs started the night off going 9 of 10 from three point range and finished the first half at 12 of 14. The record was previously 14 threes set in 2003 against Moorhead State, but the Govs connected 18 times from downtown last night to set the new record. Shaylee Kirby and Tahani Bennell led the Governors with 21 points apiece in their Austin P debuts. They combined for 11 of those threes. Kirby hit six and Bennell hit five. Ella Sawyer, another freshman from Australia, added 16 points, five rebounds, and four assists, leading the team in rebounds and assists in her Austin P debut. And, uh, well, let's talk about somebody who's not making their debut last night. Brianna Furby posted 15 points off the bench as the Governors rolled to a 103-70 win.
2: That's a lot of new names on the women's team as well. I know that they brought back a lot more people than the men's team. but Yeah,
1: they only had five newcomers, and but they're three all of them <laughs> scored in double figures. And then Deshara Booker added, don't forget about her, five points and five rebounds off the bench as well. Cross-country men and women's cross-country wrapped the season with 10th place finishes
2: at the OVC championships. Immaculate Kepliga and Thomas Porter once again were the top finishers for
1: the Govs to close out Valerie Brown's first season at the helm of the cross-country program. Men's tennis wrapped up their fall slate at the UTC Steve Barras Fall Classic last weekend. Jacob Lorino led the way, winning once in singles and three times in doubles action. to To cap his fall with four wins in the final weekend, Anton Danberg and Julius Gold each won three matches. Danberg won three times in doubles play, and Gold won once in singles and twice in doubles to end his first fall in Clarksville.
2: That'll do it for our look back last week. Now let's take a break, and we'll talk to Taylor Dedman of the women's golf team right after this. goes Taylor Devon.
0: Cool.
2: Should she have been OVC Freshman of the Year last year? Who's to say, really, aside from me? And I will. Yes, she should have. But as a consolation prize, all OVC honors and the chance to talk about her life on America's best loved Austin P podcast is what awaits her today. Taylor, how are you?
0: I am fantastic.
2: Awesome. Great. How did you get started in golf in the first place?
0: Um. Well, my grandparents lived on a golf course Um. when we moved down to Florida when I was three. And they bought me a set of junior golf clubs, and boom.
2: You've never had a golf lesson. Is that accurate? I heard that, but I didn't believe it.
0: I have had probably three lessons, but I don't have, like, a swing coach like most people have. Um, I kind of just do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so how did you figure out you were good at this sport?
0: I mean, who says that I'm good?
2: Uh, the results people <laughs> watching your peers around the league I mean anybody that's got common <laughs> sense I guess
0: well thank you um, I would say probably my junior year of high school golf um, I broke the my school's record
2: that's another strong indication that you're pretty good <laughs> at it
0: so I would say that was that was the start of my confidence. <laughs>
2: <laughs> did you play in slash win a lot of junior tournaments?
0: Um I didn't really necessarily win a lot, but I did like place a lot like top three. Um I did win probably
2: <sighs> So you win a lot, you place top three a lot. Yeah. That at a certain <laughs> point that's not <laughs> happening by accident. So you had to pick it up along the way somewhere that's like well i'm okay at this or i'm at least as good or better than most of my peers
0: well i didn't i don't know i don't know i just never because like i would always see girls that would play and they would shoot like under par all the time and i was like well i'm not there yet but then like i would see me playing in some tournaments i'm like oh i'm pretty up there so i was kind of like in between i would say I don't
2: know. I don't. You're. I, I feel like I'm about. I'm having a strange sense of déjà vu because I feel like I had the same discussion with Riley Cooper when she was here. It's like, no, you're good. Like for real. I'm not. I'm not joking about this. You're very good at this sport. Okay. I don't want to talk about golf anymore. I don't think okay, you okay. do either. No. TikTok. I um, understand that's something you'd much rather talk
0: about. I am a huge TikTok fan.
2: I don't even get the appeal. Please walk me through it.
0: So. You've heard of Vine,
2: right? Yeah. Oh, hey, I'm I'm a big RIP Vine oh, person. Oh, me too. Yeah. Like
0: Vine is Vine is greater than TikTok. Not gonna lie, but TikTok is like a form of Vine, but not as good. But it's still really good. So, so like, you know, you have like your dances, and those can be pretty funny. And then you have some of like the sounds, or like the audios that you use, and those are pretty funny.
2: So, are you gonna? What I'm hearing is that you want to set up a Austin B Women's Golf TikTok?
0: I do. I, am, I would love to do that.
2: Oh, okay. Fine. Let's do let's that then. Let's do that. All right. Tell me about the cat that you've recently acquired.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, his name is Revel. Re-
2: Re- Re- Revel? Revel. 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 With the v. Okay. Yes. Some
0: wow. of our friends um, that play baseball here, they found him by the Revel house. And so, he named him Revel and his middle name is rex and me and madison Morsat own the cat together so we joined his our last names so his full name is revel rex Morsman.
2: before i even know anything about this cat he's got a very ba- fascinating backstory as far as naming goes yes. so you've entered into a timeshare with a cat yes how does that work exactly
0: so because i can't have a cat at or any pet at my house um, the cat lives with Maddie, but I'm over there every day making sure that he is taken care <laughs> of when she's not there. Um, I take him on road trips a lot. I was actually on a road trip with him last week to visit my friend in Illinois. Um, over breaks, I'll take care of him because she can't have a pet at her house because I guess someone's allergic or something. So.
2: Okay. Um.
0: He's amazing. <laughs> he knows how to sit. Don't most cats? Oh, like on on command. command, On command.
2: Okay. (laughs) So tell me about the language that you invented. And please spare me no details because I'm still trying to understand it.
0: Okay. So I didn't necessarily invent it. It was like a group effort. Um, Me and some of the baseball players uh, invented it. So, you know, like Nolan and Noah and all them. Mm -hmm. So consonants. So like... You add ong at the end, so like B is bong, um, C is chong, D is dong, F is fong, and then you just say the vowels. <laughs> so, so Colby, your name would be Chong O Long Bong Yong.
2: <laughs> wow. Okay. Um. <laughs> so sentences are probably pretty tough here.
0: Yeah. One of my favorites. So, like, my coach likes to say buckets whenever we make a putt. So, instead of saying buckets, I say, bong yu chong kong song
2: Okay, <laughs> that's the one that I kept hearing on the golf course yes. in Nashville the other week. I was like, what? on earth? <laughs> Who is speaking Korean? I had no <laughs> idea what was going on. Okay, now that makes a lot more sense. Um, that doesn't necessarily dovetail into my next question very well, which is um, given to me by Megan Stamps.
0: Megan Stamps.
2: Yeah, how, how do you pronounce women?
0: So woman. I say, like one woman or two women. I don't say women because that's not how it's spelled. Because there's no. It's not W I M E N.
2: Oh, so woman. Woman. Oh, okay. No, actually, that does make sense. Thank you. I'm probably not going to change my ways because I'm a little set after thirty-two years. But I'm. Yeah. I I get your point. Okay. I understand that you enjoy dancing.
0: Oh, I love dancing. I'm not good at it, but I really. I was like gonna. That <laughs> was
2: gonna be my follow up. Is that I also understand you're really um, uncoordinated at it.
0: Who says I am uncoordinated? I'm
2: not allowed to dish on that particular thing. Okay. Look, if I go ratting on my sources, they're not going to be sources anymore. Okay. But so you're going to deny that you're you're not very good at it.
0: Well, I like to think I'm good at it. Like, I know I'm not good at it. But I like to have the confidence to think that I'm good at it. Because, I mean, you got to put 110% in everything you do. That's true. So, dancing is one of those things.
2: <laughs> and so. you can memorize various Coach Kathy sayings?
0: Oh, yes. So, before our rounds, like the night before, and we have our meetings... um, Coach always says, "This line: fairways, greens, two putts, bogeys don't kill us. Big numbers do. Big numbers are caused by mental lapses, which lead to mental mistakes."
2: So you could basically stand up, and give her whole speech without her there. Yes, hands down. Let me start calling you if I can't get a hold of her after the round, because I've heard some of that before. Big numbers, bogeys don't kill us. Big numbers do. Yes. I hear that all the time. You're with, you're involved with SAC this year, right? Yes. What are you doing?
0: What, what are we doing?
2: No, what are you personally doing? What do you mean? For SAC.
0: Um, so, currently, we're working on, like, donating – Um. is that what you're talking about? Like, what – like, community stuff that we're doing? Yeah,
2: just what what has you involved with SAC and why?
0: Oh, why am I in SAC? Yeah. Oh, I'm in SAC because I feel like student-athletes need to have a voice, and when there's more than one voice put together – I feel like we can get a lot of stuff done, um, both within the community and at our school in general.
2: That's fair. Have you seen a lot of changes for being made on behalf of student-athletes? I SAC?
0: I feel like this year we've gotten a lot done. Um, a lot with the, um, like, Mental Health Week was a really big thing, and I feel like we really did a good job this year. Um, but we have a lot of good ideas for the winter and also with um, – student with athletics we've got a lot done such as like the tennis courts are being fixed and things like that
2: yeah i think you guys really do a very good job and all of you that come in i try to compliment on whatever area that you've really focused on mm-hmm. what is your favorite word
0: oh did someone tell you i have a favorite word nope what is my favorite word
2: Yeah, this is to the uh other stuff that I don't let you know about beforehand because I want to mm. surprise you.
0: Okay, I like surprises. I would say honestly, I would say my favorite word would be buckets. Cuz birdies. Yes.
2: What's your least favorite word? Moist. That's a very popular one. Who or what inspires you?
0: Revel. The
2: <laughs> cat? Yes. What? Pray tell what is so inspiring about the
0: cat. <laughs> so when we got my cat, he had a broken tail. And it looked like it got ran over by a car. Oh, okay. And so we had to get it amputated. And so now he just has a little nub. And, you know, a lot of people make fun of him for it. And he has to wear a cone. But, like, he... R- okay, this sounds funny, but it's true. Because he really, like, is so brave. and.
2: No, it's just... I like. I mean, I'm not a big cat person, but I like animals, and I don't like animals being hurt. That makes me sad.
0: I know, and like he was a stray, and I'm about to cry just thinking about it. But he's just a great cat, and I miss him.
2: Yes, <laughs> him? Aren't yeah. you going to be able to like go see him this
0: afternoon? In a few minutes, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's the last book you? I don't mean. That was just like I miss him, and I'll see him in ten minutes. Like that was just that sounds like something I do. I miss my dog. I know. What, when are you gonna see him? Oh, this afternoon? Yeah. What is the last book you read for fun?
0: Oh man, the last book I read for fun that was a lot of those um, hard to choose, but I would say. Last book I read for fun. Had to have been. Oh, oh, Divergent. That was a really good one.
2: The one that the movie series is based off of?
0: Yes, but I read it before the movie.
2: The movie's like six years old.
0: (laughs) Yes, that was the last good book that
2: (laughs) I read. (laughs) What was your worst habit?
0: Crying. I cry a lot.
2: Oh, like sadness, happiness, or just kind of Sadness,
0: happiness, all of the above.
2: Makes you... Is that just kind of your default reaction to things? Yeah. Oh. That's got to be kind of a tough way to live if you randomly burst into tears.
0: I'm just very in touch with my emotions. (laughs) So.
2: I'm coming off like such a jerk here because... The way you say things (laughs) (laughs) really makes me laugh immediately, and then you're very earnest and serious. I'm like, oh, she, that's, I'm not supposed to smile or laugh right now. She's really opening up here, and I'm, I feel like I'm belittling the whole thing.
0: No, no, you're good. You're good.
2: What, uh, I know the answer to this, I have a feeling, but what app on your phone gets the most use?
0: Oh, Snapchat. Gotta take pictures of Rev and put it on my story all the time.
2: I should have brought the cat in and interviewed the uh, cat.
0: (laughs) He would have lots to say.
2: (laughs) What's the most terrifying situation you've ever found yourself in?
0: Physically? In general. I would say, okay, so I, uh, my former stepdad, we used to go off-roading a lot, like in Jeeps and stuff, and we were turning... And I didn't know that we were over, we were on a cliff that dropped probably like 200 feet. And one of our tires was like starting to go over the edge of the cliff. And my dad was like, he literally told us like not breathe because any movement would have flipped and we would have died. And we also had a dog in the car, in the Jeep. So I had to like hold the dog and yeah that was terrifying
2: yeah (laughs) yeah most people don't have one that's quite as near death as that yeah What is your idea of happiness
0: you know my idea of happiness is getting to the point where you don't let things bother you like little things like like oh my gosh I have to go get
2: gas. <laughs> Does having to go get gas present a very deep personal challenge for you?
0: No, but, like, little things like that. Or, like, oh, my gosh, I have a test. Like, I'm not going to stress about it. I'm just going go to go take it. Or, like, if I don't play well one day, you know what? I had a bad day. It's fine.
2: Is that easier or tougher to do in your sport, given that you will have multiple days in a row sometimes, but then if it's after the last round... Say you'd had a bad last round um, in Nashville a couple weeks ago, and then you've got to carry it with you until spring.
0: See, it's all how you deal with situations. So, like, say I do have a bad round, I just have to remind myself that not everything's going to be perfect, and I have to work to change that.
2: And that's something that you find yourself having to do across all your life. Yes. Yes. So it's, have you always had that kind of anxiety about things? No. Or would you even classify it as anxiety?
0: I would just say, like, I like, I'm a perfectionist, so I like things to be perfect. And when it's less than that, I try not to overwhelm myself and just do it.
2: How do you, how do you do that? How do you walk yourself back from that?
0: You just got to do it. Just look at it and do it.
2: Wow. That sounds, you make it sound so easy, and <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, of course, you just do it. But like, it's got to be more complex than that.
0: Yeah, that's another one of the things that I say a lot. You just look at it and do it.
2: I guess it's a pretty good attitude to have about it. Thank you. What's your idea of misery?
0: When things don't work out one after the other.
2: Like when things start to, you have one bad thing and then it at keeps least, yes. snowballing, snowballing? Yes. How do you get to the end of that?
0: Just got to look at it and do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what makes you self-conscious?
0: Um, Wondering what other people will think. Because I get insecure. Well, we're getting deep on here. Um you mean, like, unconscious? Is that what you said? Self-conscious. Self-conscious, yeah. yes. What makes you, un- <laughs> <laughs> what makes you unconscious? I'm oh. uh, going to sleep. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, just wondering what other people are going to think and wondering, like, if they're going to like what I'm about to do or if they're going to laugh about it, if they're going to think that it's funny or think that it's good or things like that.
2: So the idea of sitting here with a hillbilly and opening up about your emotions is probably making you deeply self-conscious?
0: Not right now, because, you know, people are just going to have to deal with it.
2: What is the most embarrassing song that you love?
0: There's a lot of those. But I would say, like, Fleetwood Mac, because when. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa. Why is that embarrassing?
0: It's embarrassing for this generation. Because when I say Fleetwood Mac is my favorite band, I mean, I have vinyls. Like, Fleetwood Mac vinyls hanging up in my wall. And people think that that's weird. That's I don't know not...
2: I'm, I mean, vinyl... Okay, I've never owned a vinyl anything, but it's making a comeback. I know! So that that part's not weird. Uh, and Fleetwood Mac is timeless. Like, I know. So what... No, I'm... No. Fleetwood Mac is not embarrassing. I'm not going to allow that to stop.
0: Oh, thank you.
2: Yeah. A- anybody who wants to shame you over your love of Fleetwood Mac is wrong. Oh, thank you. How would you prefer to die?
0: Can I quote Coach Jessica?
2: Uh, yes, because that she has a philosophy on this is something I would love to hear.
0: Her philosophy is that she would love to die by getting eaten by a dinosaur.
2: Wow, there's a lot to unpack there, so, um, how does that come about?
0: What do you mean? How does she get eaten by dinosaurs? Yeah,
2: or anybody in general.
0: She can't. Nobody can.
2: So, she just lives forever?
0: She just lives forever.
2: But that's not possible.
0: I don't know, they're starting to freeze people. Dead people? Yeah. Well, no. Apparently, Walt Disney is frozen.
2: I thought that was after he died. Uh -uh. Oh. Got a bone up on my Disney history, I guess. Yeah. Okay, well then this one may not apply necessarily. But if you actually did die and you were reincarnated, what would you like to come back as?
0: Okay, can I just tell you that death is my number one fear? I mean, yeah.
2: Okay. It would... I've always found it odd to have people who are like, yeah, my number one fear is like, Heights or public speaking, like I mean, I don't just love heights, but I'm still way more terrified of the great unknown that yes, is death.
0: Me too. I'm glad we have that in common because nobody understands.
2: Okay, so you, the the act is not what bothers you. No. It's the all right. So where do we go from here? Yes. They say the well organized mind, death is the next big adventure, and that if you have your affairs in order, there's really nothing to worry about. But no one's able to say that with any sort of experience. It's the one thing that you can't talk to somebody about and be like, so how is death? Yes. They can't guide you through it.
0: That terrifies me.
2: Okay, so let's power through that part of it. Okay. What <laughs> would you like to come back as and why?
0: I would love to come back as. I would love to come back as a dog.
2: So, you have a cat, but you'd like to come back as a dog? Yes. Okay. Each their own. Yep. What might prompt you to lie?
0: Refraining from hurting other people's feelings.
2: That seems to be a big one. Why is that?
0: Because I don't want to hurt people's feelings.
2: Why? Have you ever done it? It feels amazing.
0: Okay, I'll try that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What makes you hopeful?
0: It makes me hopeful? Hopeful for what?
2: In general. About life, about your future, about the little blue marble that we all inhabit.
0: What makes me hopeful? um, wanting to, like, raise a family and, you know, start, help someone start a life and be successful, have a nice house.
2: It's kind of overrated.
0: What? Four walls
2: and a roof is all you really got to have.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: What is our purpose in life?
0: Wow. You didn't tell me we were getting this deep.
2: If you thought we were just going to talk for half an hour about golf, I don't know that much about golf.
0: Me neither. It's okay.
2: Then, yeah, we had to get deep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the meaning of life? Well, no... Oh,
2: well, actually, no. If you want to answer that first, yeah, go ahead. What's the meaning of life?
0: Oh, what is our pur- wait? What was your question? What is our purpose? What is our purpose? Yeah. You know, people say there are many different purposes on of life, but I think that our purpose is to have fun.
2: Just in general, as Just long as in you're general. having fun.
0: As long as you're having fun and doing what you're supposed to do. You're doing good.
2: So, what is what's your future hold? Do you reckon?
0: I have no idea. Take a guess. You got
2: two and a half more years here. What are you studying? What are you wanting to do with yourself?
0: So, I am majoring in applied exercise science, science, and I'm hoping to become an athletic trainer.
2: So, you want to be Miss Shoney?
0: Yes, but a better one. Am I allowed to say that? It's fine by me. <laughs> okay. She's not gonna come for me if she hears it. She's gonna
2: come for you. I'm
0: gonna put that stem on real high. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, that's that's cool. Like, what inspired you to want to do that?
0: Um, I have always wanted to be around like athletes. So, like, being a college athlete, seeing like what, like. I hate using the word like, but I don't know. I just always wanted to be around college athletes. I think they're fun. They're hardworking. They're easy learners sometimes.
2: It really does depend on who you're learning with and from.
0: Yes. But, yeah.
2: Any particular goals, hopes, or ambitions for the next couple years in terms of golf since this is – broadly speaking, about athletics.
0: I would love to get, individually I would love to get um, player of the year, OVC player of the year. Um, But team-wise, I would love to win an OVC championship.
2: You guys are closer to that than I feel like you've ever been. Oh,
0: yes, yes.
2: What's, What's kind of the keys? What are the next steps for you guys?
0: I feel like we just need to improve our mental game um work on our weaknesses in our head we tend to start off kind of slow and um kind of lose ourselves in the first few holes and then struggle to bring it back towards the end so i feel like once we and that's all a mental thing so i feel like once we change that we will be unstoppable
2: unstoppable all right well we're gonna end this on a high (laughs) note then you heard it here first 2020 ovc women's golf champions austin state university Taylor, thanks for coming in and, uh, I guess, tolerating whatever dumb thing came out of my Oh,
0: I had tons of fun.
2: Thanks to Taylor Dedman for her time, and thanks
1: to you, the listener, for listening. Big weekend ahead for the Governor's football program. Uh, The Ohio Valley Conference race and the Sergeant York Trophy are both going to factor a lot into this weekend. The Sergeant York Trophy, the Govs only partially control things. They need to beat UT Martin and then have Tennessee State lose to UT Martin or Tennessee Tech to keep control of the giant Alvin C. York bust at Forterra Stadium. In the OVC race, the governors do control their own destiny. A win over UT Martin puts the governors atop the OVC standings as the only one-loss team remaining and gives them a tiebreaker over Martin, Southeast Missouri, Eastern Kentucky, and Jacksonville State, who is finally unranked, I believe. Yep, we did it. Great job, America. Good job to the voters of the FCS poll for, you know, finally dropping them out of the poll. Um, Yeah, it's just a big weekend at Forterra Stadium. Homecoming, big football game. So get out there, be at the Be at the fort and support the Govs.
2: While that's taking place on the gridiron, the men's basketball team will be in Bowling Green, Kentucky to take on the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky. Bowling Green, hometown of the GOAT Terry Taylor, current home to former Gov Jared Savage and former Austin assistant Rick Stansberry. This is going to be a nasty one. The plot lines run deeper than basketball, and if the Govs prevail, it's a real harbinger of a special season in the works. Two years ago, Precocious Taylor had 11 points and six boards against the Hilltoppers in a 72-55 defeat in the Dunn Center. Moments before we came in here to record, found out that Terry is on the shortlist for the Lou Henson Award preseason watch
1: list given annually to the mid-major player of the year. Women's basketball, they're going to wrap up a quick two-game home kick off the season Friday night when Christian Brothers comes to the Dunn Center. The Gunners have beaten the Buccaneers by an average of 25 points in each of the past four seasons. And after that, they're going to make a trip to Champaign, Illinois, for a Wednesday night tilt with the Illini next week at the State Farm Center.
2: The return leg of the Southeast Missouri UT Martin trip awaits the Volleyball Govs this weekend. All is to be split with the duo in Clarksville back in October. The Red Hawks are tied atop the OVC standings heading into the weekend. The guys pushed them to five sets last time out, stretched two other sets in overtime in a match that saw Kelsey Meade hand out 58 assists, and Jenny Garrick-Bussey record a career-best 43 digs. The guys have won eight straight against the Skyhawks, the longest streak for either in the series since Austin won 19 straight in the 1990s, almost all of 1990s, so uh, a historically dominant Austin P. team heads into this rivalry weekend. I guess you call it a rivalry weekend. You know, that's one of the things that we don't mention. Is Martin a rival? It's one of those things we don't talk about enough, I think, on this podcast because, you know, Mary State, it's the rival. It's it's the rival in everything. I look
1: at a lot of our record books and I see that we've played Martin a lot more than anybody else. We
2: play Martin a lot. We play Murray a lot. And, like, I think it depends sport to sport. Like I would say SEMO is one of our biggest rivals in volleyball. It seems like every time we play them in volleyball for the last few years, it's a five-setter, it's crazy, and whoever wins that one is typically going to go pretty far in the tournament. Just my two cents. But, yeah, also, same time, let's not discount anything with Murray. Well, we don't like those people.
1: They are the worst, actually
2: the worst Um, turning to positive things uh, community service opportunities which you can always find by getting in touch with the lovely Haley Jacoby over in Academic Services Uh, looks like there are your usual opportunities at First Christian Buddy Ball and Mana Cafe with Lowe's and Fishes Jingle Bell Food Drive scheduled for November 9th and 16th and the Liberty Elementary
1: Family Reading Night November 14th also you know what time it is it's advising time advising time oh thank heaven it's advising time so, get in touch with both your major advisor and your athletics academic advisor to get registered so you can remain in school and stuff and uh, keep playing sports for the Govs.
2: You nearly put your heart into the advising time jingle, and I'm very ashamed of you. I could never now, do it justice. So. Now, get, tell people how they can get in touch and stay in touch with us via the web and social media. You,
1: you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P or on our official Facebook account, Austin P Governors. Shout out to Eric and Digital Media, and shout out to Carter Henry. If you haven't seen her women's basketball intro video, you should because it's pretty awesome. Um, we need a video person, though, so come help us. Let's go p.com for dates,
2: news, and stories. Casey, Cody Bush, and myself holding it down over at LGP.
1: Tickets? You need a ticket if you're going to come watch the Govs. Katie Luck and her assistant, Johnny B. Good, have all the information you can use to get in the game. All the VIP stuff, all the suites, all the premium seating. Find it, get it, get to the game.
2: Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or directly on the website at letsgopie slash podcast. Give us a rating, review on the podcast five stars, five stars. And if you would like to suggest a guest, let us know of a local or on campus event we should shout out. Ask Casey if he has a pie recipe he could give you for Thanksgiving. It's apple. It's apple. Just pie. just, just apple. No, it's apple it's, pie. No, it's just apple. What it's kind just, of pie recipe would you it's, like? No, no, well, it's no, just, no,
1: no. You guys tweet. What kind of pie recipe do you want? Well, you, when you say
2: apple, like it makes it sound like that's the only ingredient. It's just a bag of apples. <laughs> it is a bag of apples in a pie tin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tweet at us. I'm at C Wilson 225 He's at C underscore Craig19. Love yourself, love each other. Talk to you next week. You Goodbye.